Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right along with Laura Reynolds as she talks to the auto designers, creators, and makers about the automobiles we love as we go driving in heels. Here's Laura Reynolds. It's Driving in Heels. I'm Laura Reynolds, your host. And on this week's podcast, I talked to Ford Manufacturing about the 2021 3.5 liter hybrid F-150. Then we'll hear from General Motors about the Cadillac three-row XT6. And we'll wrap it all up today by taking a road trip. So let's get started with F-150 vehicle engineering manager, Don Pachowki, and the full hybrid F-150. Well, I got to tell you at first, Don, that any press release that comes through that says tortured and tested, I've got to hear about it. This is crazy what you guys have put the F-150 through. And we're talking about the full hybrid powertrain in the 2021 F-150. So can you give us a walk around? Yeah, I'm frankly thrilled and excited to um, actually work on the first hybrid in a full-size pickup truck. So it will be, um, it's a 3.5 liter power boost. It meets our 3.5 liter EcoBoost with our hybrid transmission. And we deliver 430 horsepower and 570 foot-pounds of torque. We can tow 12,700 pounds. The exciting part about this, we're talking about the torture testing. Whenever we launch a vehicle, we want to make sure we put it through its paces. And the all-new hybrid is no exception so we continue to test it on all of our durability routes, our off-road courses, towing. Given that it's a hybrid, we've got some brand new features and we put it through incremental hybrid-specific tests, the battery shaking, uh, shaker table, shaker um, assessment. We've got new, new features that I'm really thrilled and excited about, our brand new ProPower on board. Um, it comes standard with a 2.4 kilowatt generator or a, a 7.2 kilowatt generator so you can do power work sites use it for recreation camping etc so a lot of brand new features that are unique to the hybrid as well as to our brand new f-150 our new tailgate work surface so it it really ties in with the pro power on board our onboard generator with a tailgate work surface, making working scenario even more productive. We also have our um, interior work surface that will make using a laptop or eating um, a meal inside your vehicle a, a bit more comfortable. Other exciting new features are our max recline seats that will um, actually recline nearly 180 degrees. So a lot of Cool new features inside the vehicle, outside um, our brand new 12-inch um, cluster 
as well. You know what I'm imagining with this vehicle? I'm imagining you can take it out into the woods and recline the seats since they almost go 180 degrees. There's your bed. You plug in a refrigerator and you're camping. You're camping. And if you've got the full panel moon roof, you've got um, moonlight too to watch the stars. Oh, that is so perfect. Do you still hear things where, you know, some people always be like, oh yeah, but it's a hybrid, you know, people really can't say that anymore. This truck could tow a house off its foundation. Absolutely. And, and I think that's one of the key messages, right? A lot of times people will associate a hybrid being, I'll say just a fueler, right? But this is truly an and solution. It provides great fuel economy, great hauling capability, got over 2,100 pounds hauling capability, as well as towing, you know, 12,700 pounds. I think all you have to do is get them into a test drive and you change their minds. I so look forward to uh, getting these vehicles out on the road in our customers' hands, as well as um, you guys as well. So when do you think they're going to be hitting the dealerships? Can you kind of narrow that down for us? Fourth quarter this year, right? So we're, we're building them in the plants now and um, anxiously releasing them out to the public. Do you have a starting MSRP? Yep, it's uh, 28950 Now, I just think we kind of talked a little bit about some of the tests that you did with this F-150. Can you just tell us exactly, you know, how extreme it was with the tests? Sure. You know, for example, when we do our towing tests, right, we will test in Davis Dam out uh, in the Arizona Mojave Desert, 100, 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So we will take the vehicle, load it to its max towing capability, our, our max gross combined GCWR, and we will run that dam um, not just once, right, but we will continue to run up and down the dam gathering data to ensure that our vehicle is performing both towing how we want it to tow as well as it doesn't overheat and we get appropriate shift scheduling etc on it that's one of our fun torture tests <laughs> fun torture <laughs> absolutely well, tell us about you also tortured since we're on the subject the lithium battery tell us what you did with that yeah th that's another exciting one so again when um, we launch new products, we always want to try to tie back to customer usage and how to make sure that we're putting the vehicle through its paces. So for the hybrid battery, we designed a lab test to take our battery and simulate 10, 10 years of pummeling, abuse, and cycling um, in, in 82 hours. So it's a lot of road load data that we would gather, look at the various inputs of pothole simulation, et cetera, and run that through an accelerated on-rig torture test. I bet you have no problem getting volunteers from the engineers to do this. <laughs> oh, no. In fact, that's, the, that's actually a, a, a highlight of doing these torture tests, right? It's not only coming up with ideas and test case that are relatable in actual customer usage case, but actually um, performing the, the test, right? As, as engineers, we always like to uh, look at the outcome, both in the development of the test and really make sure we're giving our customers a built for tough truck in the end. What did you think when you drove it? 
I love driving the, this uh, this truck, right? So um, whether it's our, our hybrid or our other powertrains, I'm very happy and excited to launch the vehicle. It's We try to make the ride as comfortable as we can. So we'll see some ride improvements as well as I'm happy with the amount of towing that we have in the vehicle. I want to make sure it, it feels seamless and that a customer, whether they're an experienced tower or um, novice has is comfortable, is at ease towing a, a large load. And then there's all of the off-road capability, probably one of my favorites, um, being able not only to take the vehicle through its a rugged terrain and its paces, but making sure that it performs just like our other, our powertrains. So any new trim levels or any new colors? Yeah, we've got a, a lot of cool new colors. One of my favorites Antimatter. It's a um, <laughs> it, it's it's a dark blue. So in fact, when you guys take a look at it, you know I've gotten a lot of comments. I said, you know, I said, go oh, go get me the blue one, right? And uh, if I bring them home, you know, everyone uh, takes a look at it and they said, your truck is black. It's not blue. And as soon as that sun pops on it, you see the um, the dark bluish navy um, speckle paint. So it's a it's a beautiful color. We've got quite a few nice colors. Uh, quartz as well. Smoke quartz is another one of my favorites. Well, antimatter, that has to come from a Star Trek reference. <laughs> it, it, it's got to, right? It's a uh, very cool color. <laughs> that is cool. And and you said the smoke quartz, so I take it that's kind of a, a dark gray? Darkish gray with purplish, mauveish, more lavenderish overtones. Oh, wow. So, so when yeah, the sunlight hits another, it, yeah. Yeah, it's another cool one. I like it. So any other trim levels that you want to tell us about? Yeah, um, another new exciting one. I think, you know, take a look at our brand new Limited, especially with the hybrid powertrain. It's got very nice appointments in terms of leather upgrades. We've got a blue colored interior. I think that will appeal. And with the uh, smoke course, it actually looks quite nice and um, platinum all the way, frankly, through our, our XLT. That's another exciting package that uh, we'll be able to offer our 12 inch screen down to um, with our XLT, which is our, our high volume trim. Very nicely appointed, a lot of new and neat styling cues. Kudos out to our design staff to ensure that we've got a great palette, exterior colors, as well as material to uh, complement our new truck. I was going to ask you if uh, there's any new tech that you want to tell us about. A lot of new tech in terms of our, our safety features. So we've got a lot of new ADAS type features, items with our, our towing. So I think you'll, you guys will like our towing features, our new towing suite of safety features. And frankly, our 12-inch our screen is, is a highlight. And frankly, another new feature is our OTA capability. So as we progress new features, as they come along, we'll be able to over the air update your vehicle, whether it's new sync screens or engine or trans calibration. So it's, um, we'll be keeping your um, vehicle as fresh and new as possible. So that's um, something exciting to come. Yeah, I love those over the air updates. Anything that saves me time, I'm for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've got... Um, Great new exterior design. It's a bolder, a tougher look. Um, and our new interior provides some, um, you know, more comfort, 
more technology functionality for our truck customers. We've got enhanced materials, our new color choices, and um, new storage. Uh, another new feature, we've got our um, storage box, optional storage box that's in the second row. So we've got more secure um, stowage, a dual glove box. So um, our customers have told us lockable storage is key to them, and, and we've tried to uh, meet their needs. Well, tell everybody no vacation time is granted because I think you're going to have to roll out a lot of these. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. I hope you're right, Laura. (laughs) Well, Don, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. You're awesome. This was lots of fun. My pleasure. And I can't wait for you to drive one. Thank you again to Don Pachowki for joining us. When we return, it's earned a top safety pick, has three rows and segment leading cargo and headroom. We'll talk Cadillac XT6 next on Driving in Heels. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. Each week, Laura talks with auto manufacturers to keep you in the know about the latest and greatest in the cars, trucks, and SUVs you love to drive. Here's more Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. I'm Laura Reynolds, and you're listening to Driving in Heels. And in this segment, I talk to Director of Product Marketing for Cadillac, Jason Slajewski, about the three-row XT6. Well, Jason, I got to say, congrats, man, on getting you know the Insurance Institute top safety pick that is awesome congrats yeah thank you we're we're excited by it it's you know one of the the only in the industry and certainly in the segment and uh well yeah we're really proud of it and, and proud of the team for for all the advanced safety technologies and standard safety equipment that got us there yeah so can you give us a walk around of the xt6 i mean this thing is a beautiful vehicle yeah absolutely so you know, I would start, let's start from the inside out. So, you know, certainly uh, an add to our lineup uh, when we uh, revealed it uh, about a year and a half ago, I would say, and, and really launched it um, about a year ago. Uh, and a great add from a standpoint that we've got Escalade and it's been great in our portfolio, a real staple for us. You know, but we wanted to add a, a three-row SUV into that Lux 4 SUV category, and we think XT6 has, has done that uh, well for us. Like you mentioned, you know, we got the HHS Top Safety Pick Plus, one of uh, the only in our company and, and the only in the segment. Um, but also from the interior perspective, it's also awards 10 Best Interior nominee. Uh, and I think that really goes to show that the, the great uh, craftsmanship that Cadillac continues to deliver, but that real artful integration of that craftsmanship with technology. 
So when you take a look at our screens, when you take a look at our feature sets, um, both inside and out, I think there's just that real artful connection. Um, and, and as we kind of come out through the launch into to the next year, you know, we'll continue to, to develop the vehicle uh, and add you know, some more features and, and more to the offering as we move forward. That third row seat is so important now. Do you, do you even have an idea how much that segment itself has grown? You know what? I, I don't want to throw any bad info out to you now. We can follow up on that one. Um, but certainly, you know, when you look at the Lux 4 SUV segment, you know, we're one of the key players with the, the third row. Not every competitor is really offering a third row in that, in that category. Certainly it helps from a people movement perspective, but also, you know, with those seats up or down added uh, cargo space, which certainly is important to that segment of customer or buyer. I think you mentioned the magic word, cargo space. You're segment leading in cargo, uh, in cargo and then headspace for third row. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if you look at it from a you know, seven-passenger seating standard and, and six-passenger uh, seating, if, you, if we want those bucket seats which are available, um, you know, we have uh, over, uh, well, almost close to 79 cubic feet uh, of cargo, cargo uh, capacity. Uh, it is segment leading uh, with that standard third row headroom. Uh, and really, you know, not not for someone like myself, but for those taller passengers, uh, over 37 inches of, of headroom uh, space. So, um, you know, it's certainly uh, one of the best in the segment, um, but the best in the industry overall. I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, when you're driving with friends, it's like you almost have to line them up to see, okay, who's the short person? You get third row. <laughs> but at least now you've got more headroom with this. That's awesome. I know you have the cargo space. And the thing that I also like about it is you can do seven passengers or you can change them all to captain seats. And to me, it changes the total interior look of the car by doing those captain seats. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'll say a couple of things. I'm certainly uh, comfort in those captain seats uh, in that second row are, are, you know, certainly welcomed from for a lot of your, your passengers that you'll you'll have uh, it also from, you know, entry and exit. Um, you don't have to move the seat anymore and you can kind of do what I think, you know, people do, which is walk through the middle. And then I will tell you as a father of four small children, um, when I have car seats in my XD6 at pretty much all times, uh, it actually allows me uh, to get people in and out of the back seat, uh, which without having to remove a car seat. So, I think it kind of gives everybody the flexibility they need there. I love the visual you just gave there. I can imagine four car seats in the back. Oh my gosh. That, that just tells you how much room is back there. Absolutely. Standard issue in my life. <laughs> Let's talk about the uh, premium luxury model. I love the interior with the exotic wood accents. Can you tell us a little bit more about the interior? Yeah, absolutely. So just to, to step back into our Cadillac's why strategy, so premium luxury sitting on one side and sport sitting on the other, you know, and really when we look at the, those premium luxury type uh, feature sets, obviously craftsmanship being key, but a little bit more focus on galvanized materials, um, a little bit more focus onto, you know, wood and, and lighter wood options. Um, but really knowing that there's a customer out there that, that wants that focus 
And then as we go over to the sport models, um, a little bit more carbon fiber accents, uh, a much more um, sort of blacked out or fogged out materials on the inside. And then when we get to the outside, you know, from a premium lux and the sport perspective, certainly, you know, different wheel options, again, more galvanized type um, accents on the exterior of a premium luxury with more, you know, black or fogged out uh, materials on the sport. And we really feel like it's important as we, you know, position vehicles like the XT6 to the, you know, broader customer set to really give them sort of the option, um, you know, of a more, you know, luxurious interior and exterior or a more, you know, sport focused exterior and interior. So are you seeing a little bit different demographics that like the difference between the, the premium and the sport? Absolutely. And I would say it's uh, certainly demographic, but also geographic. So from a demographics perspective, you know, it tends to lean a little younger um, from a sport uh, perspective uh, and maybe just slightly older on the premium luxury perspective. And then from a geography uh, perspective, we have uh, a lot of our sports are sold in uh, the Western region that we call it. So places like California and up that coast. Um which, uh, you know, uh, not surprising sort of based on, you know, the customer and the competitive set that's in that type and, and part of the market. What about any new colors? Yeah, absolutely. So as we come into 2021, actually, there's a, there's a few uh, new pieces to add. So we're adding a luxury model. So that will bring in our price point a little bit lower, offer it up to a little bit lower into that segment of that Luxury model will uh, have a standard two-liter turbo engine. Still has close to it has 237 horsepower. It's certainly a capable engine for a vehicle of this size. Um, from a colors perspective, it'll get dark moon blue metallic, um, as well as uh, a uh, wilder, which is an infrared um, tint coat, as we call it. Uh, and then two other pieces, really, I think key as we continue to you know bring new things to this vehicle uh, in its life. Um, we're going with uh, now wireless Apple CarPlay and Android auto connectivity. So today uh, we offer those, but with uh, you having to plug in uh, in 21, it will be wireless as I mentioned. And we're adding a new 20 inch wheel as well to the sport model. Um, again, keeping it fresh uh, and offering another uh, wheel to uh, customers. Yeah, I love the wheel on the sports model. Can you tell us a little more about it? I mean, it's it's bad looking. Yeah, absolutely. So it goes back to that uh, sort of trim strategy and and really focusing a little bit more on those, you know, darker appearance metals, um, you know, from a sports perspective. So either, you know, sort of a deep, uh, deep gray, sort of, again, galvanized, uh, more sort of like uh, fogged galvanized, I would call it, um, but also, you know, much deeper into the, you know, what we call blacked out type packages. And you'll see more of that as, uh, as we continue to develop uh, the XT6 model. I'm going to back up just a second. You were talking about the infrared paint. Is that a, a new paint application process? Uh, not uh, specifically, uh, you know, for Cadillac, but uh, an add to uh, XT6. And when will we see all of these in dealership and MSRPs? Yeah, so... Um, from a luxury perspective, you know, we're, uh, we're just uh, kicking off the 21 model year um, as we speak. And, and, you know, those MSRPs are, 
you know, as a starting price for both a front wheel and all wheel driver below $50,000. So, you know, I th- we, again, we think a real great entry point for this segment of customer uh, and offering them up uh, a good alternative, um, but certainly, you know, still see the, the volume of the business in that segment uh, transacting on premium luxury and sport, uh, as well as we offer platinum version as well, sort of, you know, all the bells and whistles, so to speak, that we offer uh, on XTC. Well, let me ask you overall, is, is COVID still affecting you guys overall in any way? So certainly I think, you know, COVID's affecting everybody uh, overall. And, and certainly, you know, as we continue to, to see the, the next wave of, uh, of it, um, you know, but certainly our manufacturing facilities are up and running with all the proper protocols. We are building and shipping vehicles to dealerships, you know, from a Cadillac perspective, you know, we're continuing to, you know, see uh, recovery in our sales volumes uh, across the board and, and even, you know, more specifically in this conversation on XT6. So although certainly we've been impacted, I would say, you know, with the support of the, the broader GM team and, and those at Cadillac, uh, we're certainly, you know, coming uh, on the other side of it uh, and we'll continue uh, to work with our partners to do so. Uh, that is such good news to hear. It really is um, because it's, I think it's been scary for all of us. So that's Absolutely. really good news. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we go? Did I miss anything? Yeah. So <laughs> first of all, thanks for the time uh, and, uh, and for the time to talk about XT6. Again, we think it's such a great entry, you know, for our brand and for the customer uh, out in that segment. Uh, excited by, you know, the ads I mentioned uh, from a 21 perspective. Um, but certainly, as you'll see um, in our content out there, uh, and if you haven't yet, uh, you should, guys should go check out um, Stealth Mom. Uh, you can find it on our YouTube channel, which, you know, displays really well our, you know, pedestrian and night vision in that vehicle with a really, I think, you know, creative twist uh, around it uh, and really shows off, you know, what we believe is a key winner with uh, with XT6, which is, you know, this, this great focus on safety and, and specifically active safety. And again, hence the double IHS top safety pick. So that's what uh, I would leave you with. I, I think, uh, I think we'll continue to, to see, you know, great success from this vehicle moving forward. And we can see Stealth Mod on, uh, on your YouTube channel. Yep. Stealth Mom. Yep. Oh, terrific. <laughs> I, I have for some reason missed that. So, I mean, I'm going to go check it out. I think that sounds really fun. That was Jason Slajewski talking Cadillac XT6 on Driving in Heels. Well, I promised you a road trip during this week's podcast, and we'll be driving over 1,200 miles in the desert. But here's the catch. You can't use GPS. And that's up next. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thanks for checking out this week's episode of Driving in Heels with Laura Reynolds. Let's get back to Laura having a lot of fun talking about cars. The Rebella Rally is the first women's off-road navigation rally raid in the U.S. And I'm talking to one of the contestants, Ford Bronco Sports Marketing Manager Jovina Young. Now, Jovina isn't a professional driver, and they did that on purpose so they could put the Bronco Sport through its paces. So, Jovina, tell us about the rally. Well, thanks for having me. Yep. Uh, I'm Jovina Young. I am the brand manager for the Bronco Sport. Oh, lucky you. You must be the popular, most popular person ever. That's all I hear about is the Bronco nowadays. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's been such a, such a ride, I'll say, since we've revealed. It's been a pretty cool thing to be a part of. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So the Rebel Rally is um, an all-women's off-road and navigation rally. Um, it takes place in, from uh, Tahoe, like about South Lake Tahoe, and it goes all the way to Glamis. And you really go over all sorts of different types of terrain. So you go over rocks and sand, um, especially in Glamis, it's all sand, um, and you know maybe some gravel and just you know, all, all sorts of terrains to try to get to a certain location. And the biggest thing is there is no GPS allowed. So <laughs> using a, a map and you start the day getting more checkpoints than you can ever accomplish in a day. And you have to, you have to kind of plot your latitude and your longitude and then figure out how you're going to get there. So it is a definitely test of um, self-sufficiency while you're out there. That is too cool. So do you only have uh, professional people doing this or is this, you know, you selected people throughout the year? You know, we have three teams competing from um, in a Bronco sport. Uh, the other two teams are, I would say, are professional. So um, we have Shelby Hall and Penny Dale. Both of them have um, been in the Rebel Rally before. And then Shelby Hall, she is one of our drivers of the Bronco R race prototype. So she definitely has racing cred under her belt. Uh, the other team, we have Betsy Anderson, who also has some racing credit under her belt. She has won Baja 1000 in the past. Um, and Alana Sh Shore, who is um, from Car and Driver. So she, they're in the other vehicle. And then you've got um, myself uh, and Erica Martin, who's my partner. And we are novices to off-road. So we've actually never really off-roaded before um, getting prepared for this event and this race. And we've never really done the navigation. So we have been intensely... <laughs> to learn both how to navigate without GPS and how to drive in the off-road environment. So it's been, it's been a crazy whirlwind, but pretty awesome. And uh, just really, you know, learned a lot about myself kind of going through this. So it's pretty fun. I wondered about that because if this is the first time you've had to do that, I mean, what did, I don't want to use the word scared, but I mean, oh. <laughs> what were the parts you were like really worried about? Oh my gosh. So many things. Um, <laughs> I think like in general, right. Just off-roading is not your usual driving, right. You're not, you're not on regular pavement. You're not on the highway. You're on dirt roads or just, you know, back roads and just kind of getting through that and just understanding your vehicle and how to get through that is, can be a little bit intimidating. Um, I think I was most intimidated by driving in the sand so we, we actually went out last week and did an intensive course on how to drive your vehicle in the sand. 
Um, and when, you know, there are no roads, there are no dirt roads. It's just basically sand. So how do you maneuver in there and how do you keep the momentum in your vehicle so you don't get stuck in the middle where the sand is, you know, can be a big bowl. So we had to do that. And then we had to learn how to get out of that bowl. So that, that's been, that was intense to learn. And then I think the other thing where I'm probably, I was, I'm probably feel, I have some fear of is just getting lost, oh. <laughs> you know, not knowing where I am or especially in the sand. That's that I think is the hardest part because, because you don't have any roads or anything. You have to really like maybe go about a kilometer at a time and get out of your vehicle and then continue to take your heading with your compass to make sure that you're going where you think you are on the map and just keep looking at your map and make sure you think where you're at and looking around because you know, that, that part I think is the hardest. I, I can only imagine because uh, it would be such a habit for everyone to just take out their cell phone, you know, and be like, okay, where am I? Let's go. Right. Look at your ways or your Google or whatever you use or your navigation in your vehicle. Like that's what I have just really become accustomed to today. Like I, I tend to like plot in where I'm going to go and just let the vehicle tell me where to go. And now it's no, 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 you got to do it yourself. <laughs> that is awesome. So like, I know it takes more than you can't do it all in one day. So what is it like, you know, when you're finished for the day, do you camp out? You know, what happens? Yeah. So the rally itself um, is actually eight, eight days long and uh, it's the longest rally like this in the U S um, and, and it just so happens to be an all women's rally, which is really cool. Um, we do camp every night and that's even another thing for me to get used to. I mean, I'm much more of a, I go camping with the family and we'll go with my brother-in-law who has an RV, <laughs> out an RV camping lot. So this is like camping with a tent under the stars and, you know, camping could be like 20 degrees Fahrenheit in some of these locations and just learning how to do that in the cold. That's also intimidating. And then some places will be warmer and it's beautiful and you see the beautiful sky and the stars. So that's um, another piece of that, this equation that I'm just, trying to get used to as well. No, I think that is so cool. So what's it like? I mean, why did Ford decide to do this? You know, I think one of the things um, we had been thinking about as a marketing team is there, we're going to have a lot of new people coming into the Ford Bronco and the Bronco Sport who may never have uh, gone off-roading before and maybe want to or want to try, try it. And um you know, we were originally, we we're just going to have professional teams enter the rebel. And as we were planning for it, the idea came up. What if we had some of our own Ford employees enter the, enter the race and figure, you know, go in there and maybe, maybe they're, they're just not as expert as these others. Um, and when that idea came up, I kind of raised my hand and said, you know what, I, why don't I do, I, I'd love to do it. I'd love to try to challenge myself and do this um, and, and put it, put myself out there. And I think it just kind of, kind of goes to show like what, you know, you can really get out there and do this, but also that both Bronco and Bronco Sport, in this case, will be in a Bronco Sport. There's a lot of technology in the vehicle that actually helps newbies like me and Erica to actually to, to drive in these trains. We obviously are learning the proper techniques, but there are things in the vehicles like the GOAT modes, and you can pick the different terrains that you're on or having trail control and um, being able to, that's like cruise control for the off-road and using that to help us navigate through the different terrains. Um, and it makes it a little bit easier for us since we're not as, you know, trained and as accustomed to someone who's done it all of their, all of their lives. 
So do they have a certain amount of miles you have to do per day, or it's just kind of like a race to see who finishes first? So there are, the way that it's scored is um, for every checkpoint that you reach, you get a certain amount of points. They will give you in the morning, you know, more checkpoints than you could ever accomplish in the day. So part of your strategy is, and they'll, they'll show you how many points are that you can receive for each checkpoint. So part of your strategy is determining which checkpoints do we think we want to hit? Do we think we can make it by looking at a map that we can hit those different checkpoints? And then, you know, getting, you know, and then actually executing and getting there and get the points. In the end, the way that you win is the team with the most points wins the rebel. Oh, that is really cool. I mean, this is something really neat that you're, you're getting to do and experience it firsthand. I love it. Yeah, we're, it's, it's kind of, I kind of have to pinch myself sometimes. It's kind of a, a dream kind of an assignment. Um, and not only just professionally, but I think personally too. I mean, I'm a mom of two girls and um, it's kind of a really cool thing to say to my girls, look, mommy's going to try something new and different and it's hard and I'm getting out there and just could be a great example for, for my two daughters. Yeah, I think that is neat because now you're going to be a road warrior, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how many overall teams are going to be competing? I believe there are 36 teams this year, um, and there could be more or less. I'm not exactly sure, but I think that was the last time I had heard. Um, I think they were originally intending on having probably over, over 50 teams this year, but I think with COVID restrictions and stuff, a lot of teams had dropped, dropped out this year. So um, the last I heard, it's about 36. Oh, that's cool. I mean, can you tell us a little history behind how this all got started? Um, I, I, I think, uh, so Emily Miller, um, she is, if you ever get to look her, she is a badass off-road driver. <laughs> I mean, she is one to look up to for sure. And, um, she had competed in a race, um, I think in Morocco out, you know, called the gazelle kind of similar in this vein, but they never really had anything like this in the U S and she just really wanted to create something like this for women in the U S and so she came back to the U.S. and created this, but she made a couple differences to it. Um, whereas I think I understand that the Gazelle has a little bit more of a race factor to it and a time factor to it. She made this race be less about a race. It's really more about the navigation and getting your checkpoints. Um, and it's not a race for speed. It's a race on strategy and getting to the different checkpoints that you think you can get to. So navigation plays a huge role in this one. And, um, and then she made it pretty long. She made it an eight day long rally. So the longest one in the U S uh, and it's, this is the fifth year. So, um, it started five years ago and it has grown since. Man, that is too cool. So how many miles total does it end up being? I know you said it's over eight days. Do you know how yeah. many miles you travel? I want to, I'm going to guess. I, I want to see it's like 1800 to 2000 ish. Wow. That is a lot to do. So, I mean, are, are you going to have to worry about everything that has to do with your Bronco or are there like points along the way that maybe a mechanic can help or a tow yeah. truck or whatever? <laughs> well, there's definitely a point, um, some points where it's kind of on your own where, well, not on your own, but like you train for it. So we actually spent time training, you know, it sounds as ridiculous as it sounds before this, I've never changed a tire. Um, <laughs> So even simple things like how to change a tire and how to lift it up properly because tires are heavy and um, what do you do? And 
Um, if you get a little bit of a hole, how do I plug a tire? So we, we even spent time training to do things like that, um, learning what's under the hood and trying to help diagnose if something goes wrong. But we do have satellite uh, phones in our vehicle with us, and they do have trackers with us. They do track every single vehicle that's out there. And if something happens and we need help, we have the ability to call for help. And the, there's a, a full staff of mechanics at the Rebel, and um, the, they can come out and help you. Um, the other thing is other teams can help you if they want to. So there's no penalty to help other teams. And from what I understand is um, all the women in this race are very, very helping in that way, which is awesome. And then every night when you do get to base camp, though, the mechanics check in with you and, you, you know, check in to see how your vehicle is doing and stuff. So there is a full staff there as well. But if there's definitely a, a certain amount of it that you're kind of trying to be self-sufficient because it does take time to have a mechanic come all the way out there. So as much as you can diagnose yourself and if there's things that you can fix yourself, you're going to want to do. Oh, that is, you are going to be superwoman when this is all done. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> We'll see how it ends up. In the end, like, Erica and I just really want to finish. We want to make sure that we get to base camp every night. So, um, you know, we just really care about if once we hit the first checkpoint, I think we're going to have a huge celebration because that'll be the cool. <laughs> then, then we'll go through it, and then, we're, then we'll be looking forward to getting to the last checkpoint. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. And, you know, it's funny. Uh, I'm sure there's listeners out there now going, how do I volunteer for this? I want to do this. <laughs> Is there any way they can help out? You know, I think if they just go, rebelrally.com probably has some information on there about how to volunteer and be a part of this. This year with COVID, they're, they're kind of pretty restrictive about that. Um, and they, I think they're already fully staffed, but I think perhaps for later years, um, you know, getting in touch with that, that team on the Rebel Rally site, uh, will be, you know, they'll be able to join at some point. Oh, that's fun. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Because I, I just think this is so unique and I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the only thing I'd add is um, one of our enthusiast member sites. So thebronconation.com. They're actually going to be coming out probably at the midpoint of the rebel and will be checking in on us. Um, so probably like the, maybe the fourth day all the way to the end. And so they'll check in on us every day. So you can kind of keep tabs on us that way if you go to thebronconation.com. The other way is the Rebel Rally, the Rebel Rally website. They do live tracking. So we're Team 202, the Fearless Phillies. <laughs> um, you can see our little number on the map and where we're going. And so you can totally see, hopefully we're not going off the map and you're just watching that number go <laughs> direction. Um, but hopefully you'll see our number hitting checkpoints along the way. No, I think that would be so much fun to watch. So what happens at the very end? Okay, you're done with all eight days. I mean, I assume there's a huge party. Yeah, so we end in Glamis, and um, they throw kind of a big uh, award ceremony and celebration event. And from what I understand from everybody is that Emily Miller puts on a really great party. Just oh. one to celebrate now on all the women just kind of just together, happy that they've had such a great accomplishment, you know, no matter how you finish, it's just a huge accomplishment in and of itself. So um, I think it's just a fun party in Glamis together. Have, have you ever, I know this is your first one, but I'm sure other people have been talking. Um, can people watch you in person along the route? I know that you can see you on a website, but what about if they mm -hmm. wanted to actually just cheer you on? 
Yeah, I don't think they can see us live other than when um, the Bronco Nation does come out and, and visits with us and they'll have a camera crew. Um, but I don't think they'll be on the course with us live the whole time. We will be, I, we will be equipped with GoPros in our vehicle, um, but that won't be live. That's probably going to be more recap stuff after the race because we just can't have access to any, anything with GPS. So we won't be able to post socially or post our videos at all. Um, we just don't have, they just don't have a way to separate that from being able to get, have your hands on any kind of GPS information. So probably the stuff that we'll be taking will be more like post put together in a story of this is what our experience was. I just think it is so cool. You know, when I talk to different manufacturers, there are more and more women all the time in this field. If a listener right now is thinking, you know, my daughter's really good at math or she's really good at graphics, how would you encourage them to look into manufacturing, working for a manufacturer? Yeah, you know, I think um, I would just encourage them to start looking at, you know, different types of roles, whether if they're mathematically inclined, maybe it's engineering or there's just so many different types of roles. There's roles like in design and you can work with the design team and or if you're, you know, like or what I do, like in, mar in marketing um, and you just have to have a love for the the work that you're doing. And I think no matter what, you'll have success. So really just kind of keeping tabs. If you want to go into automotive, what's happening in the industry and what, what, what do the different automotive manufacturers care about? And then just having a pulse on what do customers care about? And, and then trying to think about, you know, what direction you want to go, whether it's engineering, design, marketing, PR, you name it. There's, there's all sorts of different types of roles. Well, I, I know without a doubt, your kids must be very proud of you. So that's just awesome that you're doing this. I can't wait. I know you can't post social media right away, but I can't wait to see some of your adventures. Awesome. Yeah, we can't wait to, to post them. Hopefully, hopefully all good. I'm sure there'll be ups and downs and we'll definitely post the downs too. So you can kind of see. Real, <laughs> we all have what downs. The struggle was. <laughs> <laughs> so can you give me one more time? I know we need to go because um, I don't want to get John mad at me. So um, could you give us one more time uh, the websites so that we can check out your progress and sure. you know, help out? So the first website is our, our enthusiast site. It's thebroncoNation.com. And then the other websites where you can watch the live tracking is rebelrally.com. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much for your time today. Get some sleep before you have to do all this driving. I know. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure talking to you. You too. Thank you. Every week, I talk directly to the manufacturers to get you the latest information about vehicles you're interested in. No opinions, just straight facts from the automakers themselves. I'm your host, Laura Reynolds, and that wraps up this week's Driving in Heels. Thanks for listening to the first episode of Driving in Heels. Laura Reynolds will have more next week where your favorite podcasts are heard. Driving in Heels. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.